One of the first things you notice when you walk in is this amazing staircase, this wraparound. And, to, and today, because we have uh, the grand opening, the dancers are here, kind of passing out pamphlets and saying hello. And the staircase looks like you should be wearing like a ball gown, right? <laughs> right. I left my ball gown at home, unfortunately. I know. Luckily, I have mine in the car. <laughs> well, this is just gorgeous, though. All this natural light pouring in and... Um, well, so what's interesting about this lobby, too, is that for the first time ever, they have their own dedicated box office, and they have room for a boutique, okay. so things that they wouldn't have at the market center. Yeah, it was definitely, I mean, when we did our kind of goodbye piece to their former headquarters, we talked about just how they were outgrowing the space and, um, you know, just everything happening under one roof there, from the costuming, rehearsals, uh, all the business operations, getting pretty cramped there at the old location. Oh, yeah, and because of the age of the building, there were really narrow hallways and things like that, and they had, the costume shop had to store some of their costumes on rack, racks, and these are already narrow hallways. And when we go in here, you'll see just how commodious these new... Uh, costume shops are and they have their own space to do dyeing of costumes to do fabric dyeing and that kind of thing which at the old place they had a dedicated place too but it was called the alley out back so this is commodious commodious let's check it out here let's pop in here once into the jody peck studio and it definitely i mean everything is just brand new and it has that you know clean kind of design all white and black with tons of natural light pouring in it has that new dance center smell (laughs) it does My name is Anne Metcalf. I'm Managing Director of Milwaukee Ballet. So just tell me a bit about the space. What are some of the new features? So this building was designed by Jim Shields. It's absolutely beautiful, elegant, and very much suited to the third ward from the outside. Inside we have seven studios. Uh, We have a performance studio, which is a black box theatre that seats around 200 people. That has lighting grid designed by Emmy Award winning David Grill, who does all of our stage work at the Marcus Centre. We'll keep performing at the Marcus Centre, but that studio will be for uh, small intimate performances by our second company and our pre-professional program. Uh, We also have some lounge spaces for our dancers and staff and again before at the old building we had a very very tiny quarters for uh, for relaxing so this gives us a much better um, all-around space so we're very very grateful to have it. We were talking about some of the back of house stuff too like the the costume shop and stuff and all of the kind of space you have now mm-hmm. compared to the, where they were kind of crammed in in the previous building, maybe you can talk to that a bit. Yep. So we have a fantastic costume department with our own stitches and dresses. Um, Mary Peering, who the space is dedicated to, has been with Milwaukee Ballet for 30 plus years. Uh, she's absolutely thrilled because she spent her entire year with the Nutcracker hanging over her head, literally, where uh, the Nutcracker has to be maintained all year round. Um, and so she felt the weight of that. Now she has a huge space where the Nutcracker is in a different room and not above her head. Um, Her colleagues obviously have much more space to spread out and we can bring a lot of our costumes which were off-site into the studios now, which helps all sorts of ways um, for maintenance, but also just share those costumes with our school and academy. We've heard a little bit about these floors. Can you tell us about Mm. the special world-famous or soon-to-be world-famous floors? So our floors here are made by Harlequin Dance Floors. They're the gold standard internationally for dance floors. They're sprung. They're about four inches deep, and they have a basket weave within them and some rubber. Um, They're built like that so that our dancers can reduce any injuries and also 
um, just from a performance point of view, um, gives us a much better lift. We actually have traveling floors like this, which we take to the Marcus Center. Um, and so our professional dancers, by contract, need to dance on floors that are sprung like this. Um, but they're obviously a thrill for our students uh, to be able to, to dance on these as well. We're going to continue our tour here of the brand new headquarters of the Milwaukee Ballet, the Baumgartner Center for Dance. We're going to head into the costume shop and meet Mary Peering, who is the longtime costume manager for the ballet. That's next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. pride, pride, pride. Let's check out the costume area because I remember when, when um, you first told me about that they make all their own costumes at the ballet for the most part. That was yeah. really surprising. I don't think everybody knows that. Yeah, it's crazy. They have all, I mean, there's, there's washing machines, sewing machines. It's, they do it all from fabric to finish here. It's pretty amazing. Hi, my name is Mary Peering. I am the costume manager for Milwaukee Ballet. How are you settling into the new space? Very happily. <laughs> It's great. We have much more space than we used to have. We have natural light. It makes our lives so much better just from uh, walking in and having a better environment to be in. I'd imagine, too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but just the, the precision work, the nature of your work, just to have better lighting, I'm sure, makes the work better, just on a practical level, just to be able to kind of see what Absolutely. you're doing better, right? Absolutely, and actually in the fitting room, we have the ability to change the kind and color of light, the warmth and coolness to adjust to daylight or stage light. or So that's a fabulous new so, thing that we didn't have before. Uh, we were told that the costumes used to kind of hang above, correct? The Nutcracker costumes, which you can see on that first row, did indeed hang over our heads. <laughs> How long have you been with the ballet? I started here in 1984 to build Swan Lake when Ted Kivett originally did it. So it's been a while. Yeah, and have you been... Um, anytime I hear about somebody who's been in a position for a long time and has kind of seen an organization change and grow, uh, when you look back on... You know, your career at the ballet to this moment, how are you feeling? Great. It's been, um, it's been a long slog sometimes. You know, we've been on the edge, but things are going super well now, and the building is a fabulous new space to kind of kick off the next 50 years. Do you hear this from ballet newbies, people that are coming for the first or second time? Uh, are they surprised to hear how much of the costuming is, is handmade? Yeah, and they're surprised to know when you do the handwork, how long it takes. We had some kids coming through on a tour last year, and one of them just wondered why we couldn't order it from Amazon. Well, you can't. There isn't a Swan Lake store or a Nutcracker store, so you have to make it all. And is it uh, what percentage of the costumes are made by the Milwaukee Ballet? About 99%. Okay. We do rent some ballets, like Coppelia is a rental from other companies. But the stuff we perform as a general rule on stage, all the new work we make here. Oh, wow. I have a, such an appreciate. I tried. I got into. I bought a sewing machine at uh, Goodwill. Good for you. And, uh, it was like a, you know, a '70s sewing machine. Mm -hmm. I was getting into it a little bit, 
you know, just like making an apron and making a, like a little tote bag, that tested my limits. So I have such a... It teaches you patience. Right? I, have, I had no yeah. idea how much goes into using a sewing machine yeah. and then to do it at this level, it's pretty impressive. Well, it keeps us out the streets. <laughs> visited the costume shop. We are, we're sitting here in the black box. We've seen the floors. We've seen the floors. We talked about the floors. And you know, this is something that is, I think, really the crown jewel of the whole, the whole uh, development here. Because in the old space, there was wasn't a space like this, like a, a theater where they could uh, make room for so many new dancers entering the craft and right. to just have a place to rehearse and perform. Yeah, and this is an actual theater. It's got a performance space. It's got 200 permanent seats. I think they can be moved probably, but they're basically permanent. There's uh, state-of-the-art audio and lighting in here. This is the kind of place they could probably only dream about a few years ago. Podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab. With support from On Milwaukee and your membership, you can subscribe to this podcast and all of 88.9's podcasts at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. Thanks. Thank you, Nate.